Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I'm going to be talking to you about depression, breaking depression, breaking the hold that it has over your life. Maybe it's not for you, but maybe this message is for somebody that you're going to minister to. But I want to share this with you because the lie that our generation has bought into is that their mental health is completely out of their control, that they have absolutely no control over over how they respond to situations, over what's going on in their head, over what um, kind of anxiety, panic attacks. This generation has been totally buying into the lie that mental health um, is that that their mental health is is messed up because of the things that they've been through, and there's no cure to it. You just have to live with it, or or, or you get medicated for it. And, uh, and I want to expose that lie and I want to help you to pull yourself up out of depression to get totally set free. And I'm going to tell you how the Bible says to do this. So, and I first want to say this because, uh, you know, many people, and I think this is a lot of times where things start when it comes to depression, many people let the devil um, turn them into a victim, and uh, you know, and, and maybe you've you've been in a bad in a bad situation in your life where something happened to you, and you were the victim of of a bad uh, home life situation or a bad uh, you know a relationship with a mom or a dad, bad uh, you know bad relationship, bad marriage, wh- whatever the case is, something something happened in your life that should not have happened. You know, it was it was it was part of the devil's plan to mess you up, and uh, so you have a choice in this moment to react with, you know, uh, the victim mentality, which is straight from hell that would try to tell you, uh, you know, that, that, you know, that you need to go sit on your couch and cry, get your big box of Kleenex and cry and think about every bad thing that you've been through and just go into a deep, dark hole. No, that's not the, what the word of God says that you have to do. That will mess you up. If you continue doing that, I don't care what you've been through, you're going to go into a much worse place if you continue to do that. So this message is directly for somebody and, and maybe for many people that have been dealing with depression. And I want to tell you that even while you listen to this, the power of God is going to touch you. You're going to get totally set free from depression even now as I'm speaking, you're going to get totally set free from depression. Let me tell you something about depression. It's a demon. And I want to tell you something about demons. You have authority over them. As a believer, you have authority over every demon, over every single one. You know why? Because Jesus made a display of them. He made an open show of them. He beat them all. And he, he, he so if he's defeated it, and then he gave us the authority to defeat every demon spirit. So there's there's nothing, there's no big bad one that that's that's worse than all the others and that that you can't overcome that that that's gonna that's gonna you know totally overtake you every single time. If you get the word of God in your spirit, you get light in your spirit, you will get an understanding and an authority that's going to rise up in you that makes you realize, I'm not afraid of demons. Demons are afraid of me. When I come into a place, I make demons uncomfortable, not the other way around. So depression is a demon. You have authority over every demon spirit. If you actually are dealing with depression, you're going to really want to turn this off right now because this thing is getting exposed in your life and uh, and, and it's, it's good. It needs to be exposed. So 
they they used to say that depression was a was an imbalance in the mind. Um, new studies came out several weeks ago that say that it's actually not. So imagine that they actually told you the the medical system told you that you needed medication to balance out something within your mind, and and now the truth comes out. They were really just trying to sell you pills. Imagine that they were actually just trying to sell you pills. And actually, what the pills have done to so many people is it's taken them uh, into it, it's messed them up further. So. It's nothing that God cannot heal. It's nothing that God cannot restore. God can restore anything and everything. That's what he died on the cross 2,000 years ago. He took every sickness, every disease, every every single whatever it is that you could be dealing with in your body. He took it on himself so that you don't have to take it. So I want to talk to you because it's very simple what the Bible says. So first of all, you have to come against that victim mentality. That would be the number one thing when you're sitting there and that thing, that, 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 that feeling tries to come on you that you need to just sit and you need to ponder all the bad things that have happened to you because really you have it worse than everybody else because of A, B, C, D, E, and that record starts playing over in your head that victim mentality record starts going, you have to cut that thing off. You know, there, there has to come a point in your life where you realize I'm not running to another person. I'm running to the word. I'm not running to another uh, dark room where I can pull up a blanket and cry. I'm running to the word of God in that moment of desperation <clears throat> where, where depression is trying to overtake me. I'm not going to be overtaken. I'm running to the word of God to find out the answer to my problem because I don't want to live like this anymore. And I want to tell you if that's you and you don't want to live like this anymore and you don't want to deal with panic attacks and you don't want to deal with depression. I want to tell you something. You don't have to deal with any of it. You actually don't have to deal with any of it. And the devil's lied to you and told you that you have to, and that it's who you are. And that's, that's part of who you are. And it's not part of who you are. It's demonic. And I want to tell you right now that you can get totally set free from that. So let me tell you what the Bible says. The Bible says in Isaiah 61, three, it says to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. So the Bible literally says he wants to give you joy instead of mourning. The devil would love to keep you mourning the loss of everything that you thought you should have in life by this point. The devil would love to keep you mourning the 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 thing that was stolen from you as a child or or the life that you should have had. The devil would love to keep you mourning, but God says, I want to give you joy. I want to give you joy instead of mourning. Hallelujah. I want to give you joy. <laughs> I want to give you this supernatural answer to your problem, which is the joy of the Lord. And it's going to strengthen you and it's going to pick you up off your feet. It's going to pick you up out of that pit and you'll be strengthened from your inner man. That's what the joy of the the Lord can do. And I can't talk about it enough because the joy of the Lord, man, if you've heard my testimony, the joy of the Lord is what is what pulled me out of the pit. The joy of the Lord is what pulled me out of depression. It's what pulled me out of feeling like a victim because really, I really felt like everybody, everybody had it better than me because I'd been through things and I'd lost my dad and I, and I had lost my, my, my family, you know, the, the regular family that I was supposed to grow up with, everything was messed up and everybody from the outside thought it looked perfect. But on the inside of my, of my home, I knew things weren't right. And so we had to play this game. 
that everything was fine. And then finally everything started falling apart. And then it was very public and everybody knew my parents were getting a divorce and then everybody knew my dad was sick and then dad died. And then I had to go live with my mom who I hadn't spoken to in five years because I was 16 years old. And so then I went and then, and then, and then she brought me to to the river. She brought me to church and I I came into an environment where that thing that wanted to take my life out, that depression, that victim mentality that would have absolutely taken me to the darkest place. And I don't know if I would have survived. That thing had to leave my life when I came into the presence of the Lord. That thing had to leave my life when I came into an environment of freedom because where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. So when I encountered freedom, when I encountered the, the Holy Spirit, when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, listen, that thing didn't have anywhere to go. That depression didn't have anywhere to go. You know, I heard a testimony video of a lady who came to to the healing school like last month and she had been on medication for 15 years she had attempted suicide multiple times she had uh she she was basically coming it was her last resort was coming to the healing school her family was was like so concerned about her they sent her down to Florida to healing school and uh, they didn't hear from her from a couple days and it was like people were getting concerned like what's going on with her she got totally set free let me tell you this lady got so set free and she said when and she got filled with the with the Holy Spirit. The second day of healing school, she got filled with the Holy Spirit. She said, whatever that thing was, it ripped out of her and she never has felt so happy in her life. She got full of joy. And she's like, I don't know what I was doing before. I don't know what those that like the, the past 15 years where I was heavily medicated. I don't know what that was. But all I know is that I came and I got totally set free from this depression. When she when she got filled with the Holy Ghost, she got set free. So I want to tell you something. There has to you have to come to a decision. And if you're a believer, I want to tell you it's very important that you come to the place of decision that you say, I'm not running, I'm not, I'm not gonna run any longer to that thing that makes me sad, to that thing that makes me depressed. I'm not running there any longer. I'm running to the word of God. I'm gonna get full of joy. I'm gonna be a different person in spite of the things that have happened to me. In Spite. I, I didn't, you know, for me, I didn't grow up in a life that would have led to a to a ministry to 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 be reaching people. I lived a life that should have drove me away from the ministry. That should have drove me away from people. That should have drove me into a dark hole because of the things that I experienced. But that's what happens when the power when you encounter the power of God and that thing breaks off of your life. You all of a sudden you realize you have a purpose, and all of a sudden you realize there's people that were dealing that are still dealing with the thing you were. Dealing with, and now you need to help them. So all of a sudden, you have an assignment on your life. So let me tell you something. Many people disqualify themselves because they feel like they don't they don't look the part, or they've made mistakes, or they don't look like somebody who could be in the ministry. Let me tell you, I felt like I was the least likely person <laughs> to be to be used by God. You know, David was the was the least likely of his brothers. You know, and he was out in the in the in the sheepfold. And he was just worshiping the Lord. And he didn't look like somebody that could have been king because his dad didn't even call him when the prophet came to his house. And he said, one of your sons is going to be the king. And he's like, well, it can't be David. <laughs> he didn't think it could even be his one son, even though he had, he, he, he had that, you know, that son. He didn't even bring him for the, for the prophet to see him. And the prophet knew. He said, you must have one more son because it's not any of these ones. And even though all of, the, all of the other sons looked like kings, David had the heart of a king. And David kept his heart pure. 
And even when he made mistakes, he came back to the Lord. He came and he, and he asked the Lord to purify him. And he said, if there's anything in me that offends you, take it from me. I, I just want to love you, God. And the Bible says David was a man after God's own heart. So I want to tell you, because I feel like I'm speaking to many people that are just like David, that when you were a child, you knew there was something special about you. You knew there was a calling on your life and you felt God calling you even from a very young age. But life has come and, and life brought bad things and bad family situations. And, and, and bad relationships and, ba- and so many bad things have happened and you've been tormented and you've been dealing with just horrible, hellacious things that the devil's thrown at you. But I want to tell you, God wants to pull you through this thing. God wants to pull you out, not like in five years from now, not like in, in several weeks from now. God wants to pull you out of this thing right now. He wants this thing to break off of your life like right now because there's not there's not like a time in the future that you can look forward to being free like they try to tell you at every seeker friendly church because they don't let the Holy Ghost move in their church service. I'm telling you right now, God wants to set you free from depression. He wants to set you free from anxiety. He wants to set you free from that thing that's caused you to be be shut up and be insecure and be and be a, a victim. He wants to set you free from all of that stuff and he wants to put an assignment on your life. And he wants to see you make a change in your generation. Guess what? You know what? You're never too young and you're never too old to make an impact in your generation. And you've not done too much and you've not gone too far. Because if we look at the life of David, you know what? He made a lot of mistakes. He did a lot of stupid stuff. You know, he, he slept with another man's wife, got her pregnant, and then sent that man to the front lines of war, got him killed. And he went and he went back to the Lord with a with a with a repentant heart, and he said, "God, purify this heart. I want I want to be used by you, God. I want." And, and you know what? David was he wasn't just a, a man after God's own heart. He was a man who lavishly gave to God. He gave to God so much. So you know, his heart was so in love with God. And so I feel, I just feel like I'm speaking to people like that, that maybe life has just landed you up in some crazy places or you've dealt with some crazy stuff, but your heart truly, truly yearns to be close to God and truly, truly yearns to be used by God, just like David. So I want to tell you today, God's going to set you free. He's going to set you free today. Even as you're listening to this, I can tell people are feeling more free than, than when you put this thing on. You're feeling more free now. And that's what the power of God can do. And whether I'm here, well, I'm not here in person with you, but I'm going to tell you right now, God is setting you free. The joy of the Lord is filling you up. Even now, the joy of the Lord, just let God touch you. The joy of the Lord will fill you up. It'll strengthen you. Everywhere where the devil tried to make you weak, the joy of the Lord's going to make you strong. You're going to defeat depression. You're going to defeat depression. You're going to show it the door. And let me tell you something, devils, they don't like to be beat multiple times. You show them the door. They might come knocking one or two more times, but they don't. They're, they're prideful and they don't want to. They don't want to get shown up. They don't like to show up to a fight that they're going to lose. So let me tell you something. You show that devil the door. You show him where he can go. He's not coming back into your life, and you're not a victim. You're an overcomer. You're, you're not a, you're, you're, you're not, you're not somebody that doesn't have a future. You have a great future. God has a purpose and plan for your life and you're going to fulfill it. You're not going to, you're not going to uh, wither away because of what, because of, of things that have happened to you or because of things that are happening in the world. You're not going to be succumbed to fear. You're going to overcome every, every, every tormenting devil, every, every circumstance that you've come through in your life. I'm telling you right now, and I know there's people listening to this, that they love this kind of preaching because you've overcome it because you've already overcome it. So I say to you, open your mouth and preach this message. Open your mouth and tell somebody your testimony. 
Open your mouth and, 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 and reach your generation with this testimony that you have because you don't know who you're going to bring freedom to. And I want to say one more thing, and I'm going to close this up. There was a, there was a, um, a video I came across, and it was a, a, a girl who had had been um, had been uh, or transitioned from a girl to a boy at a very young age, and then she was transitioning back to a girl. But she, you know, th- she had already done the hormone treatment. She sounded like a boy. She looked like a girl. Very confusing thing. But she was saying she got saved, and she said, you know, if somebody would have told me. When I was when I was confused before I did this surgery and before I did all this stuff to my body, she's like, if anybody, if one person would have just said to me, do you know that God loves you and that you don't have to live like this and you could actually be free from this? That was her exact words. She said, you don't have to live like this and you could be free from this. She said, if somebody would have told me that, she's like, it would have changed everything for me. So I want to tell you, don't underestimate what happens when you tell somebody the truth of God's word, when you, when you tell somebody how God loves them. When you tell somebody that they don't have to be, they don't have to be tormented in their mind. They don't have to be tormented in their body, having crazy thoughts about whether I'm a boy, I'm a girl, am I attracted to boys, am I attracted to girls? Listen, I know what the world is bombarding everybody with right now. And I see it too, because it's everywhere. It's an agenda. It's an agenda to, to, to stifle out life. And, and it's obvious. It's what the devil he comes to kill, to steal, to destroy. He wants to stifle out life. So God has come. Jesus has come to give you life and give you life more abundantly. So I feel that today people are going to leave. They're going to, they're going to leave from this podcast with life and life more abundantly. So if that's you, when you, when this thing ends, I want you to just rejoice. I want you to say, I'm free. Just say that right now. Say, I'm free. I'm free. (laughs) Just say it till you, till you say it straight out of your spirit. Yell it. If you have to say, I'm free, I'm free from this thing. I'm never going back. I'm never going back to that dark place. I'm never going back to that depression ever, ever again in my life. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. God loves you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Send this to somebody if it blessed you. We'll see you soon.